Yo, what's good, man? Um, episode number 53, MBS. Let's talk about it. Um, I'm looking forward for tonight's show. Um, we got a lot of things to discuss tonight. Man, definitely, definitely. Well, how was your weekend? It was, it was good. Actually, no, it wasn't. It wasn't good because, well, uh, <laughs> because, um, you know, certain things didn't go to in my way when it came to the NFL playoffs. And I was banking on it. I was excited for it. I thought I was, you know, was going to hit the money in the bag. But obviously, that wasn't the case. Okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Well, with that being said, man, we about to get a lot of I'm about to unleash my thoughts on the Saints. We definitely going to get into that. I'm about to unleash my thoughts on the net. And their and their their possible opportunity to come out of the East. We'll talk about that. But Keo, man, what you want to start with? What are we going with? So you know, obviously, it's more than a sports show. So today was a very special day. Um, oh, we got we got we officially got a new president of the United States, man. Uh. President Joseph Biden, number 46. Uh, he was um, inaugurated today along with Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, she's the first female to be um, uh, the Vice President of the United States ever. So uh, that was history in the making. I was able to catch a little bit of the inauguration. Uh, what do you thought about the inauguration? I was like you. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, obviously. I was at work today, but um, definitely history in the making. Definitely um, um, something that I think a lot of young ladies, young girls, and not three daughters that can look up to, seeing the situation because it's the first, first ever female to be, you know, a vice president in the history of the United States. I think that's dope. But um. I want to give a shout out to Amanda Garman, man. I don't know if you saw her poem. That oh was, yeah, the poem. That was beautiful, man. Um, I never heard of this girl before today. I'm not gonna act like I did, but um, after hearing her poem, I went on social media platforms. I see she has a couple of things, and I did start following her. So shout out to you, Amanda Garman, man. That poem was beautiful, beautiful. I mean, just the points you hit on as far as America. And um, as far as where we go from here, I, I thought it was just outstanding. So I think she really stood out today. Like I said, um, it, 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 it's a new day. And I tell people all the time, you know, whether your candidate won or lost in this election, prior elections, at the end of the day, we have to come together. We have to come together. That's the only way we're going to... Um, move forward as a country for the betterment of the country and us as people. So shout out to Joe Biden, shout out to Kamala Harris and um uh, let's see what these next four years bring. What's your thoughts? Uh the inauguration, it was um you know, I wasn't I wasn't I'll be honest with you, I wasn't looking forward to the inauguration at all. But as the day went by and the inauguration started, I, I you know, I, 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 
came into census, I was like, man, let me give this a shot. So, um, you know, it was a good inauguration. Um, there was a lot of moments in there, like uh, the poet, um, Amanda Gorman. We also had, uh, I think another moment was when uh, uh, President uh, Obama, Bush, Clinton were all together, man. And uh, that was something something uh special to see so um and uh it it was just uh it was a good moment right then um and obviously i was able to take a chance to listen to a uh, joe biden speech and he did say you know to the people that didn't vote for him give him a chance to prove you wrong so you know i you know i'm not the biggest joe biden fan and I'm I'll I'm gonna give him a chance, man. When when Donald Trump got elected as president four years ago, I was not a big fan of it because I was like, this dude has no idea what he's doing, no experience in the politics. I'm I'm totally against it. But I gave it a chance, and it's not a very popular opinion. But I thought. Trump did a, a decent job. I thought he made some changes that for for the better good of the of of, the, of this country. A lot of people thought a lot of people thought he did a lot of bad things that that he was a very bad person. I and I I always look at both sides to everything, man. And um I don't like to pick one side just because it's by popularity just because they're against that side. I I look at both sides. And with this situation right now, when it comes to Joe Biden, gonna, it's going to do with this country, especially the situation in the state of this country is in as of right now. So we're going to see what happens. That, and that, I believe it at that. Let, let me ask you this. Um, and, I mean, you know, on this show, we don't hold no punches back. We're supposed to, you know, say how we feel and um, articulate ourselves in the way we see fit. How do you feel about President Trump not passing on the presidency in the fashion that they normally do it in as far as him and Mike Pence walking out together with the president um, and the vice president. I know Mike Pence did, but Joe um, Donald Trump didn't. How do you feel about that? You know, I was I I, I am disappointed in that. I kind of wanted to see that, and, you know. Uh, and Trump, he wanted an, a smooth transition, and he really did wanted that, but obviously that wasn't the case, and things didn't go the way he wanted to, and obviously. He um, did things his way, which was not popular at all. That's and, and I am disappointed in him with that. Um, I thought you know, and and it's a tradition. You 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 see that you know a president passing a torch to another president. So I was definitely uh, uh, disappointed in that. But you know, I got to give props to Pence for actually attending because he originally, he originally didn't want to attend. He said, okay, I'm going to attend this uh, inauguration. So uh, shout out to him. This, this is my take on that. And I know you, like I said, at the end of the day, we have to speak our mind, we have to speak our truth. And um, you never have to hold your tongue when it's the truth. 
Um, I'm with you 1,000% as far as that's concerned. Man up. You lost. You 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 own that. Regardless, you know I coach sports, and you know that feel. And even if I felt like my team was quote unquote cheated, um, or I felt that we should have won the game, at the end of the game, we definitely, we will definitely shake the other team's hand and do it the right way. And I just, I just, I that left the that left a bad taste in my mouth, and I'm pretty sure it left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. You know, you don't do that. You don't do it that way. Um, and I do want to say shout out to Mike Pence for doing it the right way. I can definitely appreciate that. We, you know, you being our, you being our former leader of our country. You know, what does that say to all the boys and girls out there that 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 are playing sports and says, you know what? Well, President Trump walked off on his turn. He didn't shake hands or he didn't do it the right way, that the traditional way. I just think he could have handled it better. But that's neither here nor there. Um, like I said, once again, congratulations to Joe Biden, President Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris, man. And um, once again, if you're not following um, Amanda Garman on social media platforms, make sure you go follow it, man. That young lady, man, that poem, if you haven't heard it, go check it out on YouTube. was amazing, amazing. The only way we're going to make this better, man, is coming together. Yeah, man. Shout out to Amanda Gorman. Shout out to Garth Brooks, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, all uh all the people that performed uh, at the inauguration okay okay with that being said um we're gonna move on over to our next uh topic and we're gonna talk we're gonna talk some nba right now man oh, the nba okay. you, threw, you threw a, a curveball right there okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we're gonna talk. So we're gonna talk some NBA right now. So every single week, um, we will be releasing our Power Five rankings. Last week we released our Power Five rankings. So your Power Five rankings, what is it, and has anything changed from it? Absolutely, some things have changed. Um, so coming in at number five. Is a team I believe that's on a five-game winning streak, and I um I have to give them that credit. I mean, at the end of the day, I may not like, you know, I may not like their chances moving forward, but I will be honest with myself, and that's the Utah Jazz. They've been playing some good basketball. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and company—they're playing some good basketball right now, and you have to you have to give them that credit. So right now, coming in at number five for me, I do have the um, Utah Jazz. And I know a lot of people may say, well, true, you should have them higher up on your list. But right now, I'm just saying based on, I'm giving them credit for what they've accomplished, but I'm also not giving them full credit because I have to see that in the postseason. So right now, I'm going with them at the number five spot. At the number three spot, when I say three, four, uh, let me say this, four, I'll go four. Okay, four, I have a three-way tie at four. And this may come as a shock to some. But at four, I got a three-way tie between the Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, and the Philadelphia 76ers. I have a three-way tie with those teams at four. Because I think all of those teams have a legitimate shot 
to make some noise in the playoffs. I do. I'm not going to sit in and lie. They may come out the East. But at number three is the team that I am, despite them losing tonight. I got the Brooklyn Nets. I've seen what I need to see. These guys are for real. Yes, Colin Sexton went crazy just a couple of minutes ago, um, dropping 42 points in a double overtime victory over the Brooklyn Nets. But remember, that's Kyrie's first game there. James Harden's only third game there. I, well, I love what I'm seeing from these guys. I think that these guys are going to be really good this year. And we're going to talk about what I think moving forward. So they're not number three. And number two, I got the Clippers. Nothing has to be said about them. Paul, George, Kawhi, Leonard. Those guys are big time. They're number one, the L.A. Lakers still. The defending champs, King James, Anthony Davis, Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder. The list goes on and on and on. They're the number one team still on my board. But um, that's my top five, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> I do not agree with you. <laughs> um the Utah Jazz, I like where you're going with this. They just missed my list. I understand they won four straight games. Um, I don't know what happened Sunday night against Denver. They couldn't even give a damn give a damn rebound to save their damn life. Um, but uh, with I, I, John, Donovan Mitchell, man, he's too up and down for me right now. Um, one one guy that I do like that people aren't talking about. You could talk about Rudy Gobert. You could talk about Donovan Mitchell. Even you could even talk about Mike Conley. But dude, Jordan Clarkson. That I honestly think I honestly think this dude Jordan Clarkson is he's like the he's like the new Lou Williams to me, man. And he's been a huge asset to them coming off the bench. So I, I, I like what I see from them, but just not cracking my top five. So coming at my five for me, I got the Boston Celtics. Um, um, Boston, they dropped in my power five because they lost to the New York Knicks by 30 points, man. <laughs> the New York Knicks. No, Jason Tatum. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I mean, they did get Kemba Walker back, even though he's restricted in minutes. You know, Jalen Brown, he's showed a lot of improvements. Um, but uh, and then uh, they um, they had a they. I think they won. I think they won by like over twenty points against Orlando, um, <clears throat> um, which saw the return of Jeff Teague. And um, but. Um, but Boston, they're still a good team in the East. So I got them at number five. I just waiting for them to get healthy. Like you said, no Jason Tatum. Um, I'm waiting for uh <coughs> Kemba Walker to get back to full health so that he won't be restricted. Coming at number four for me, they just cr they uh they uh this team could crack, move upwards as far as. My power five goes. I'm talking about the Brooklyn Nets, man. Brooklyn Nets, they landed Harden. We'll discuss that in a few. Um, um, they had some 42-point uh, performances. They had a 42-point performance from a, a KD. They had a 30-point performance with a triple-double by James Harden with on his debut on Saturday. 
Um, we, we still don't know what's the status of Kyrie. I heard he may be returning this week. He came but, back tonight. Oh, okay. All right, my mistake. He had like 30-something points. I think he had like 34. Okay, my mistake. Uh, Kyrie, I guess Kyrie is back. Um, with the, I guess it's official now. So they got their big three. I think Karis LeVert being out definitely hurts them. Jared Allen, uh, Karis LeVert getting traded. It sucks that because he was a huge asset to that team. Because on top of that, with Dinwiddie still out also, I think DeAndre Jordan, man, he has to step up with Jared and Allen being moved. So I expect DeAndre Jordan to step up. And, you know, I could see a lot of high percentage shots for this guy. But I got them at number four. I'm not going to put them all the way up there yet because the, I, I'm, I'm not sure what happened in tonight's game. But the 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 past two three games, Brooklyn has won those games, but they've won it very close, man. And these are high scoring games. Like Brooklyn has to score like one hundred five, one hundred seven to to win these games. And you look at the amount of points that KD, even James Harden has to put up. So with Kyrie coming back, definitely does help them, and that's why I got them at number four. Coming at number three for me, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh my god! Three and zero oh throughout that week. They and just lost to Brooklyn. So so. They just lost to you, Brooklyn. You talking about today, right? They lost to Brooklyn they today, right? Lost to Brooklyn two nights ago. So so I'm rating these power rankings from oh. la, from 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 January 11th to the 17th. So what so what you're trying to say right now don't uh count at all. <laughs> so um so this team so this team <laughs> see, well it's the power rankings week after week man we do it every week week We're 5 man. Up until we come on this show that's the power rankings. I can't no, I can't. I can't do that. That's not fair, man. I can't penalize them for that. So okay, so this team is on the top of the Eastern Conference, man. They're averaging over a hundred twenty a game in their first thirteen games. Uh, Giannis, he still struggles in the free throw line. Um, I think he's just under fifty eight percent right now. Um, I think the biggest um. I think that that's the biggest concern for them, and especially what they do in the postseason, man. So I I think they got the right pieces right now with them uh, with Drew Holiday, um, Divincenzo. So um, I, we're gonna see what this team is able to do in the postseason. But I got them at a solid number three, number two for me. I got the L.A. Clippers at number two, man. Now you're uh, using your head. Now you're using your head. <laughs> Three win, uh, three huge wins, uh, throughout that week. Um, um, they are dominant in their victories. Um, um, the you know their starting five is uh, Pat, Pat Bev, uh, Paul George, Kawhi, Ibaka, Batum, um, and they got that's a solid defense, man. Probably one of the best defenses in the league, and they're blowing teams out as of right now, man. Paul George is on a killing spree right now. His numbers look ridiculous right now. His numbers just might be good as Kawhi Leonard's, man. <clears throat> and Kawhi Leonard, he's not playing, you know, at that maximum level that we used to see Kawhi play. So 
I definitely got the Clippers at number three and obviously at number one. Despite them losing to the Golden State Warriors um, after what Steph Curry did to um, Anthony Davis uh, at that last second, um, I still have the Lakers at number one still. And those are my power five rankings. So, 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 if anybody tuned in right now, feel free to <laughs> run this nonsense. This guy is talking about, I don't know what, Keon must, they need to drug test you. They need to drug test you. I see you got your cookies 1983 shirt on. They need to drug test you, Keon. Are you kidding me? How the Philadelphia 76ers didn't make your power five rankings? Oh, well, they number did. number one in the East right now. Joel Embiid tonight had. 42 and 10 as they beat the Boston Celtics. What kind of nonsense are we doing? They've only lost games really without Joel Embiid playing. Well, well, so uh, well, <laughs> if I had my power, my top 10 power rankings, I would have Philadelphia at number nine, man. What? Um, the, the most concerning thing about this team, the most, the most concerning team, concerning thing about this team right now is their defense, man. If you look at the, their last six games on defensive rating, they are ranked 21st, man, 21st. You talking about the best team, best record in the East as of right now. You don't. You're not supposed to be ranked the 21st team, man. And they're. It's obviously working. And they and they're and they were two and one in their last three games. Um. Um. I don't know if they played. I don't. I'm pretty sure. They beat Boston tonight. (laughs) Okay, so um, they're two and two. I mean, three and one in their last two two games. Forty-two and ten. Let's not let's not forget two of those games that they won was against the Miami Heat, a uh, discombobulated Miami Heat, a team that most of their stars weren't even available to play. So no, don't give me that. So yeah, I got a strong number nine. For the Philadelphia 76ers, man. You, you, you can't be serious. Uh, you know what? I'm about to Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons, he's been put on notice. He is on the spotlight now because he has to play better. And he is struggling, man. 11-8-8 tonight. Watch your mouth. Come on, man. Come on. Wow. That's, that, that's, that's some spectacular numbers, all right? <laughs> That wows me, all right. What Joel Embiid did? Oh yeah, that's that's a Joel well, Embiid. The only I ex- games they lost, the only games they really lost was when Embiid didn't play. When Embiid exactly. Play. And mind you, mind you, Seth Curry's missing time right now. I'm just saying, been man, <laughs> dude, man, Embiid's missed time. And I know everybody has to that missed time. I understand that Jason Tatum is out right now for the Boston Celtics. I get it. But what I'm saying to you is, when you look at what the Sixers have done, they've really only lost with Embiid not playing. When he's played, they lost one game when he played. And that's it. Outside of that, they never lost with Embiid playing. I'm yeah, but they can't win without him, though, man. Well, they have him. That's the great. They have him, Embiid. Embiid. That, that, that show, that show, that's... That shows you how important Embiid is, man. He is important. 
important. I agree with you on that. He is very important to that team. That's why I said, and that's why I said Ben Simmons needs to step it up. Hey, ben, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Come don't on, that. man. Don't ben Simmons, come on, man. Don't yeah, you only defending him because he went to LSU. That's the only reason why. Hey, hey, watch your mouth. If it was anybody else, we wouldn't be hey. bragging about these 11, 8, and 8. Hey, hey, go Tigers. Oh. All right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on, man. Let's go. We could continue this all day with your love affair for Ben Simmons. But with that being said, let's move on over to the next topic. And we're going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets who acquired James Harden in the blockbuster four-team deal. So, man. Are the Nets now officially the favorites in the Eastern Conference? Yes. As much as I like the 76ers, and I think the 76ers have a legitimate shot to get there, I look at the Brooklyn Nets, and I think to myself, when those guys figure it out, it's going to be tough on teams. You got Kyrie Irving. You got James Harden. You got Kevin Durant. You got shooters like Joe Harris and, Je- um, and um, Green. Like, well, I can't think of my man Green first name. Oh, my God. Uh, Jeff Green. Jeff Michael Green. Green? Yeah, Jeff Green. Oh, Jeff Green. And Joe Harris. You got a guy like DeAndre Jordan. You got um, I I just like what they got over there. I really like what they got over there. Those three guys can take over a game at any point in time. It's going to be tough for me to believe that a team could beat them in a seven-game series when you're going to have to outscore those guys. Literally, Kevin Durant can get you one win. Literally, James Harden can get you one win in a series. Literally, Kyrie Irving can get you one win in a series. And as a team, two of them can go off in one game, and they can win that game. I just think it's going to be very hard for a team to knock off the Nets in the East. I know what Milwaukee brings to the table. Milwaukee doesn't show up in the postseason, so I'm really not confident in them. Philly, when 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 teams... Bunker down, really, Joel Embiid has to show that he could get it done in the postseason. Like you said, as much as I love me some Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons has to show he can get it done. Boston, do you really believe in him like that right now with Kimba, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown? Ah, And I just don't think that the Heat could beat the Nets team in a seven-game series. So I'm going to say Brooklyn is the favorite to come out of the East. Yeah, so right now, Brooklyn is the favorites to come out the East, man. Okay. Especially with uh, Kyrie back um, and after what he did, I changed my mind, man. I want to make a trade in fantasy basketball to go after Kyrie. Oh. Now, though, I know what I, I know. I know what <laughs> I what I know what I said to you this morning, but oh yeah, Kyrie's back, baby. <laughs> Uh, shout out to everybody who plays fantasy basketball out there. Um, but with on top of that, man, you got you have James Harden, and then you know uh, you got two guys that could possibly be playing the point guard, and then uh, you two, you got two guys could possibly playing the point guard, and you you know you got you got to I mean the depth is not doesn't blow your mind. I know you got your Joe Harris's and. Um, uh, um, you got green in there, but uh, it, you know it doesn't blow you away. But that starting five does, <laughs> and uh, and then with KD, 
KD is looking like the old KD, man. I thought he would be rusty or lose a step. He doesn't. He looks like he's better than ever, man. And um, I'm definitely taking this team over any team in the East as of right now, man. I think in a seven-game series, uh, uh. Brook the Brooklyn Nets will mop the floor with any any of these teams in the East, man, and I just don't think it's fair as of right now. Okay, okay, that's fair. All right, so we're gonna move on over to um our very next topic, man, and our very next topic we will be we will be discussing um as we I guess we're moving I guess uh, we're gonna be talking about um. We're going to be talking about the NFL, man. The NFL playoffs. <laughs> um, the reason why um I'm laughing right now because some the person next to me is a huge Saints fan, um, and we know what ha happened. But before we get to all of that, I know you want to go off, go off right now, and I'm gonna let you. But first, let's talk about um, are the top performers of the week from this past week in the divisional round. Who you got? Man, I'm so hurt right now. I can't believe you're going to do that to me, man. You really going to do that to me, man. That, 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 that's messed up, man. The top performers... Oh, the week. oh my god, I'm Come so on, man. It's been three days, man. You should be, a... <laughs> you should be upset. It's been four years in a row. Four years in a row I've been upset. You lose to Minnesota on the last play of the game. You lose to the Rams on the last play of the well, the last play of the game because you kicked the field goal to win the game. You lose to Minnesota again in on the last play of the game, and now you're up 20 to 13 with the ball, my dad. And yet, Jerry Cook fumbles the ball, and from that point, the Saints never got close to scoring again, and they lose 30 to 20. The Bucks going a 17 0 run to close out the game. I'm giving my top performer of the week. Let me, let me, let me, um, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. When I say they put the clamps on Drew Brees and company, they put the clamps on Drew Brees and company. I'm going to make sure I, I get this out right. Drew Brees threw for a whopping 134. 134. And three interceptions. Yeah, he had a touchdown. Nobody cares about that. He threw three interceptions. <laughs> Michael Thomas. <laughs> The guy that's getting paid over or about $20 million a year. Michael Thomas had how many catches, Keo? Zero. As you and I. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I wasn't even in New Orleans last, last, this past weekend. You weren't in New Orleans this past weekend. And guess what? We had the same amount of catches as Michael Thomas. I'm just disgusted right now, but I will give credit where credit is due. The top performance of this past week was definitely for me, for me, the, the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense led by Devin White, 
who had 10, 10 solo tackles, 11 total tackles, um, interception, um, pass deflection. He was balling. He was balling. He was all over the field. Um, Winfield was balling. Everybody in the Bucks defense, they they got to the ball. They got to everybody. Um, holding Michael Thomas to zero catches. That's crazy. Holding Alvin Kamara to under 100 yards rushing. I, I, I'm going with the Buccaneers as my top performers. Okay, so you had a, so you had a the Buccaneers so you, defense. Okay, so you had a team. Um, okay, yeah, I, a I, yeah a lot defense. of people are talking about not even their offense. I'm saying their defense. Okay, um, my top. My top performer, um, my top performers of the week, I am going to go with, oh, man. Okay, I'm, okay, I, um, I'm going to, I'm going with, I'm going with Josh Allen as my top performer of the week. Okay. Um, I know the numbers doesn't really blow you away um like um like um like we've seen but josh allen man um just the amount of times this guy was able to throw the ball since the running game wasn't working because uh dude their leading rusher devin singletary had seven carries for 25 yards oh man so they knew that it wasn't working and the run defense for Baltimore, it was, um, it was, it was hurting them. But Josh Allen, I felt like he made the huge drive to uh, when he the touchdown he threw to Stephon Diggs. I think that was one of the uh, plays that was nailed in the coffin. Obviously, the pick six, pick six was huge also. But uh, I thought Josh Allen, you know, especially with uh, a young quarterback. A high-profile game at home, and shout out to the crowd, man. They had a huge impact on the game, man. But I gotta give it to Josh Allen as the top performer of the week. And throughout this year, man, I have been critical with the Buffalo Bills. I've been hating on the Buffalo Bills since even last year, man, dating back to last year. And I didn't believe in the Buffalo Bills from this year, also, and not even Josh Allen up and. What I see from Josh Allen, um, I think he's going to be something special, man. I didn't expect it. I thought this dude was going to be a bust, and he's obviously proving everybody wrong this year, man. Uh, you know, he had uh, 23 of 37 for, uh, I think, 206 and a touchdown, the one to Stephon Diggs. Uh, Stephon Diggs actually went over 100 yards in that game, eight receptions for 106. So, um that my top performer goes to Josh Allen. All right. Now this this may be a no-brainer. Who dropped the ball? <laughs> uh, oh my god. I want to say everybody on the Saints offense, but I'm going to say Michael Thomas. I'm going to say Michael Thomas and Drew Brees. Matter of fact, I'm going to put both of them in the same category. Michael Thomas and Drew Brees dropped the ball the most for me. Um, I still can't believe. I still cannot believe Michael Thomas had zero catches. 
Zero. Why would I play Justin in fantasy this past year in the playoffs? He didn't give zero then, but he's going to have zero catches versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a home game. I, I just can't take it serious. And look, do am I thankful for what Drew Brees did for New Orleans, Louisiana, the New Orleans Saints? Absolutely. You know, I've been a Saints fan for a long time, and he did bring a Super Bowl championship to the state of Louisiana, and we are appreciative. There's no doubt about it. He's a class act, a first ballot Hall of Famer. We don't deny that. But if we're going to be honest, because I'm always going to be honest on this show, he played like crap this past week. <laughs> 134, one touchdown, three interceptions. That was terrible. He looked scared. He looked like he may be still injured, like he didn't want to really get hit. And that's understandable. I'm not even I'm not even gonna get mad at that. But what I will say is another person who dropped the ball is Sean Payton. If that is the case, take him out the game. Take him out the game and replace him with Jameis Winston. I get it, Taysom Hill was hurt. I get it, Latavius Murray was hurt. I get it, the Saints had injuries. But you were up 20 to 13. Your defense was playing good football. I don't think the Bucs had a great offensive uh, great offensive game plan. I really don't. I really and truly don't feel like their offensive game plan was crazy. Their defense, from the moment they were down 20 to 13, really stepped up. Really stepped up. The Saints had, on the first two possessions, a chance to return the point. One was close to inside the red zone. The other one was a touchdown. They called it back due to a, a block in the back. But nonetheless... The Saints had two outstanding special teams plays early on in the game. And it's like, come on, man. Um, I know my man Duke's always talking about Jared the Crook Cook. He was a crook. He robbed us out of us moving forward to the conference championship. Now, listen, I'm not mad at Jerry Cook. I know everybody, anything could happen at that moment. But it's just the totality of things all coming together at one time. Um, I'm very disappointed. I'm very hurt. Um, I feel like, I guess the closest thing I can say, I'm a little older than a lot of people that may be tuning into this show. Maybe I'm not, but I feel like the Buffalo Bills of the 90s. Yeah, we didn't get to the Super Bowl, but four years in a row, I felt like we were the favorites, especially in the NFC. And um, maybe not this year all the way. Maybe some people felt like the Packers were the favorites, but for the most part, we were favored in the games that we played the last four years, and we lost all four games, and in heartbreaking fashion. So, for sure, for me, who dropped the ball the most, I would give it to Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. Okay, that um, that that makes sense. I I under I completely understand that. Um, so. My, who dropped the ball for me, I was going to go with a player, but I'm going with the entire team. Screw that, man. Uh, first of all, um, um, I'm going to go to, it's, and it's really rare that, you know, I come at a kicker. And I'm talking about Justin Tucker. This guy is the, a lot of people got him as the best kicker in the game, man. 
um, probably he's going to go down as one of the best, uh, you know, of all time. Um, um, and he's probably, of this era, one of the best kicker in the game, probably one of the most accurate since 2017. Um, he's made 89% of his career field goals. Um, I think, um, I think he's, um, his, uh, accuracy, um, is a little bit better than the great Morton Anderson in the modern day era. Um, but, uh, to, and Tucker, tw uh, 23 out of 24 attempts outs, outs, uh, when it comes to 50 yards this past season, he was automatic, but he was not automatic in this game man um he missed two um huge kicks um that uh that that definitely hurted this team and uh, uh probably could uh put them in a better position to to um you know give give this team give the, uh his team to win the game Another person that I'm blaming this on, Lamar Jackson, man. Lamar Jackson, I'm glad that you got your second, I mean, your first playoff win. But, dude, the, micros, the microscope is still on you right now, man. You you went 14 of 24 for 162. Um, uh, I know you rushed for nine times for 34 yards, but that is not going to do it. And then... I gotta, I gotta call out John Harbaugh too, man. This is the playoffs, man, and um, you can't do this in the playoffs when you when you rush the ball thirty, you rush the ball thirty two times, but you threw it more, you you rushed it more than you threw it. Uh, obviously, th there's something wrong with that, man. Obviously, they were playing safe, they were being way too conservative. And uh, the Buffalo Bills weren't man. They weren't scared to throw the ball against a against a good defense like Baltimore. And I definitely blame that on John Harbaugh. And the huge play that that changed the game was that pick six Lamar Jackson threw man right in the hands of the defender man. How could he not see that? I I, I just don't get it. And and I think this was was the longest touchdown returns. Um, in in playoff history, and um, the Baltimore Ravens definitely dropped the ball to me, and they should definitely be ashamed of themselves. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Let's get to this next one. Let's, let, let's get to it now, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we're gonna move on over to our next topic, and we're gonna be doing it's championship week, man. Championship week. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And you know where we're going to this. We're going to do our predictions now. <laughs> so usually we have our game of the week. But it, it just wouldn't be right if we pick one game and we don't pick the other game. I mean, it is the NFL playoffs in championship week. Um, so with that being said, let's, uh, let's get... Let's get to it. Let's start off with the, our first matchup. And we're going to start things off in the AFC, man. AFC Championship game. Who goes to the Super Bowl to represent the AFC? Will it be the team that won it last year? 
the Kansas City Chiefs or will be the team that you called it last year and predicted the Buffalo Bills. Well, Let's go. we know no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. Um, I want to know what Facebook thinks. Who y'all think is going to win this game, the Bills or the Chiefs? I, I want to I know what the people think because if y'all are serious about this, maybe we can do a giveaway because I got Patrick, my homeboy, and the Kansas City Chiefs. I got the Chiefs winning this game. Come on, man. I know he got, you know, he got a little nicked up in the Browns game. I get all that. But if Patrick, my homeboy, plays, man, how can I go against the Kansas City Chiefs? How can I go against Andy Reid? How can I go against Travis Kelsey? How can I go against Tyreek Hill? How can I go against the Honey Badger? Hey, I love me some Josh Allen. I love what the Buffalo Bills have done. But I think that they're still one year away they added Stephon Diggs in the offseason. Maybe, you know, um, Zach Moss taking that next leap. Um, Devin Single taking Terry taking that next leap. Maybe getting a tight end in the draft. I know I thought Dawson Knox would take the next leap. But they're going to have to take the next steps in order to beat a team like the Chiefs. I just don't think they have what it takes. They could prove me wrong. But I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning this game 31-21. And the Chiefs advance to their second straight Super Bowl where they have a chance to defend their title. <clears throat> um, I know that we already did our top performer of the week, but if I, if there was another guy that I had to pick, I, I would go with Baker Mayfield, man. Oh and that's set. Oh <laughs> hey, man, give him some credit, man. He played his ass off, man. He lost. No, I no, I just I just think he deserves a lot of credit even though they, they did lose. 17 points. And and it wasn't his fault though. It wasn't his fault that he wasn't able to get the ball back. You know damn well if that if they would have got that ball back, it would have uh no, he would have thrown a touchdown to, he would have thrown a touchdown to Jarvis Landry. That's what would have happened. But uh yeah, you right. You right. Stop Chad Henny. Yep, those idiots couldn't get stop a, a quarterback for 14 yards, but I I, I still I still want to give Sh uh, Baker Mayfield a shout out. But with that being said, um the the Chiefs, they were able to do it without Patrick Mahomes when Patrick Mahomes went out. You know, I I was happy I was happy because I, I was like, damn, the Browns have a chance. But I was disappointed because I just don't want anybody to beat a team like that, man. Like, I, I, I would wouldn't see them to beat them at, at full health. To, I, because there's always going to be like, oh, yeah, you didn't beat us because this guy didn't play. Or, you know. Um, and, and I just thought that um, it, it, it wouldn't have been right if the Browns did beat them, though. But with Chad Henney in the game, man, he made some, he made some plays to you know to put them in great positions, man. Especially with the fourth, uh, the uh, the first, the fourth down run, um, the, the th he had some solid throws to Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, um, 
and he was um he he had a decent game man and and i gotta give him credit what he was able to do even though the running game wasn't showing up you gotta give credit to the defense also in that game man the defense definitely stepped it up also and another person you gotta give a credit to andy reed man andy reed took a lot of guts man going for fourth down twice man I got to give him credit. But with that being said. Man, pick the game. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs, man. The Chiefs are going to win this game 27-23. Uh, to 23. Oh, you got a really good game. Okay, I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I ain't mad at I that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a better game than most people think. All right, let's move on over to the NFC Championship game. Uh, this one is really tough. <laughs> we got Rodgers versus Brady. We got Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Man. This one, this one is tough. I'm not going to even lie. I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm not going to hold y'all, man. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. This one's tough. I look at both teams, and I say they both have a two-headed monster in the backfield. We know about Jamal Williams and, and, um, and Aaron Jones for Green Bay. We know about Leonard Fournette and, um, oh, my God, Ronald Jones for, for the Bucks. They both have two good running backs that can, you know, get the job done when need be. We both have two good quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Now, here's the difference to me. When I look at the wide receiving core, you have Devontae Adams, no doubt about it. He's a stud, no doubt about it. But when you look at what the Bucks have, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, I say to myself, that's, that, that's a lineup, man. Now, did they play great offensively? I just told you, no, they didn't play great offensively versus the Saints. But I think the Saints have a pretty good defense this uh, this past year. Um, and they do match up very well with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's not taking nothing away from the Packers. They played earlier this year. I believe this final score was 38 to 10. I may be off a little bit, but it was around, it was 30 something to 10, I want to say. I believe the cold weather affects a lot of people. Tom, Tom Brady is not one of those guys. Don't give me it's going to be 24 degrees. Brady's not worried about that. Brady's used to that. Gronk's used to that. Antonio Brown's used to that. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Green Bay Packers in an epic showdown. I think the Packers will do much better than they did last time, but I think they're going to come up short. I think the Bucs win this game 27 21 and Tom Brady, the GOAT, moves on to play in yet another Super Bowl. So I'm going with the Bucks, Keel. That's just that's just crazy. That's insane if Brady does this. Man, this matchup is so tough. I never seen the tough NFC championship game that was so tough to pick, but this is one of the toughest ones. Brady versus Rodgers. We're going to get a good NFC Championship game. But, man, I cannot bet against Tom Brady. Wow. 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be rooting for the Green Bay Packers just like last week I was rooting for the Saints but I picked Tampa Bay I just cannot I cannot bet against Tom Brady one man you do not bet against is Tom Brady cuz he'll make you pay and I, I'm I'm going I'm going with Tampa Bay, man. I, wow. I just the defense the defense is stepping up on the right time. White has been huge. Um, I like what I see from David. Um, um, Ashton Davis. Um, the with the cornerback play, and um, and then the weapons on the offensive side, man. Fournette is running the ball really well. You get you're gonna get Ronald Jones to get his. And then just the skill set receivers, man, that they have. Not just Braden Gronkowski. You got you got A B, Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, Mike Evans. It's like it's just too much, man. And and I, I and I know on the other side you got that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, but man, I am just not betting against Tom Brady. And I'm picking Tampa Bay to win this game. I'm gonna. I think it's gonna be a a very high scoring game. I'm gonna say thirty one to twenty eight. Uh, Tampa Bay wins this game and and goes to the Super Bowl. Well, either way, I'm I'm excited because my main concern is the Chiefs beating the Bills because if the Chiefs beat the Bills and Patrick Mahomes is healthy, we're either gonna have Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, or we're gonna get Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. Either way. Us as fans, we're not losing it. That's the Super Bowl. That is two incredible matchups for, you know, a Super Bowl. No. So I, I'm excited. But Buffalo can ruin all that. Buffalo uh, the whole Josh, Josh <laughs> Allen might have something to say about that. I, and, and, and look, Buffalo <laughs> fans, I'm not knocking Buffalo. Keo knows I like Buffalo. But as the fan in me, I've always said I want to see LeBron versus Kobe um, in an NBA Finals. You want to see the best players go at it for, for all the marbles. We never got to see that. I would love to see Patrick Mahomes versus Brady for all the marbles, Patrick Mahomes versus Rodgers for all the marbles. That would be two great matchups. So, yes, a little bit of me is rooting for that kind of matchup. And, um... Hopefully we'll just see. But good luck to Buffalo. Good luck to the Chiefs. Good luck to the Bucks. Good luck to the Packers. I can't wait for this weekend. This is really the best weekend in sports when it comes to football because you get really two great games. So let's get it. All right, man. And we'll be releasing our picks later this week on social media. So make sure you look out for that by the whole MBS crew. But with that, with that being said, we move off from the NFL, the NFL, and we're gonna go and talk about a huge UFC event coming up, man. Huge UFC event. It's it's the uh, it's the actual rematch. It's Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor, man. And um, how you think this fight's gonna end, and who you got? All right, here we go. Man, listen, check this out. I'm not knocking anybody that got Conor McGregor. We know the notorious one. He's done his thing. But y'all know where I'm from. Y'all know the vibes. 
man, listen to me. Shout out to Dustin Poirier, baby. Oh, his sister actually comes to my school. She comes to the school that I work at. I'm rolling with Dustin Poirier. I'm going with the diamond, baby. He's going to pull the upset. Your guy, Conor McGregor, is going down this Saturday. And I'm going to say it happens with the third round knockout. Oh, upset city, baby. I got, I got, I got Dustin for you. Okay, so uh, UFC two fifty seven, man, on Saturday. So that th this is gonna be very exciting this weekend because you got UFC two fifty seven. Then the following day, you got Championship Week in the NFL. And so what's better than that? But with that being said, man, the last time we seen Conor McGregor, uh, he um. It, it, he, it was a piece of cake to him when he faced Cowboy Donald Cerrone. I don't think this will be... I don't, I don't think this will not be a piece of cake. But I am still taking Conor McGregor in this fight. And <laughs> I, I think... I think, uh, I think Poirier, he's been talking a lot lately on social media. Usually when that happens, when you're facing somebody like Connor, you're, you're, you're going to pay a huge price. Um, and, um, I just got, I got Connor McGregor in this one. I think he's definitely ready. He got, um, he got his eyes on Khabib in the next fight. And, um, it's, uh, I think he'll end, win this fight in a unanimous de uh, decision or a submission. I got Connor McGregor. Okay, okay. You know I'm rocking with Lafayette all day, baby. You already know. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, we obvi yeah, obviously. Uh, so make sure you go check out that five man UFC two fifty seven this Saturday. So with that being said, we're gonna go to our very last topic, and we are gonna talk about some battle rap, man. Yeah. The Smack Volume Seven is this week, man. Man, it's 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 gonna be a busy week for us. <laughs> Man. So you, you, you know, said, we got. You said, you said, um, you said it's a great Saturday night because we get UFC 257. But before that, we got Smack Volume Seven. Woo! Let's yeah, go. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, we do, man. So, uh, Smack Volume Seven, man, man, um. Uh, Man, let's get to these predictions, man, because we, we it, it's a fully stacked card. So uh, let's start off with our very first matchup. We're going to do bottom to top. Uh, and we're going to start off with the the rookie, the only rookie in this card, which I was against, Jay the Nightwing. He'll be facing the return of New Jersey twerk. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, look. Jada Nightwing, I know Kiel's not a fan. I'm not saying not a fan, but he's not a fan of him being on this card. I am. I'm a big Jada Nightwing fan, but there's levels. New Jersey Twerk is returning to battle rap, and it's not like he got re-retired or anything like that. There was an incident that took place, kind of got him away from battle rap. He's back. There's levels. If you get a twerk that's prepared and you get a twerk that wants to show up, 
Twerk could be the most dangerous person in battle rap. He's one of those guys that can literally beat anybody in battle rap on any given night. Like he's that good. He's that good. Uh, but then he has performances where he can lose to anybody in battle rap because he chokes. So it's interesting. I think Twerk is not going to come up short in this one. I got Twerk in this one. I'm going to say 2-1 um, because you may get some jitters in the first round from Twerk. But I think once he gets in his bag, rounds two and three, I'm going to go with Twerk. So I'm going 2-1 New Jersey Twerk. Man, this is a very bad matchup. This, oh no, Jay the Nightwing, he got no business in this battle. He doesn't need a, He doesn't even belong in the same vicinity as New Jersey Twerk, and this is New Jersey's Twerk return. I don't think this was the matchup for Twerk's return. I would have whipped with something else, but man, I I got New, New Jersey Twerk easily. Man, I I got them winning every single round. New Jersey Twerk, it, it, we we're gonna expect something big. We're gonna see. One of those classic bars. I can't wait for Strapped In, man. I'm looking forward to that. Let's go. I got Twerk 3-0. Wow. Okay. Okay. I can't be mad at that. I'm going Twerk 2-1, but we're going to see. All right. Um, let's go to our very next matchup. Our very next matchup, we are going to go with DNA versus Av. Man, you put me in a tough spot right here, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. DNA's angles, bro. Versus ass punching. Man, I've been going back and forth on this one. Look, I'm about to drop my mic. That's how much I've been going back and forth on this one. I'm gonna go, man. This one's tough, bro. I'm gonna say, first of all, this is a preference battle. This is definitely preference. I think um, whoever you like, per se, is going to be 2-1 either way, but I'm going to say DNA. I'm going to say DNA. It's no knock to Av. I just think DNA, bro, he's just different. He's different. And I, I, I'm not saying Av's going to sleep on him, but Av, oh, I'm messing up my mic right now, but Av, I just got to go DNA on this one. He's just but he's a vet. He's a vet. And he's going to show us the, the different levels, I feel. He can, he can freestyle. He can rebuttal. I'm going DNA. This is 2-1, but it will be debatable. And preference. Man, lately, uh, the past few cards, man, DNA has nearly been in every card, man. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, he had uh, Lou Castro. He had Vixen. He had Geechee. Um, now he gets Av. I think I think I think DNA will take this because I just think he punches a little bit better. But I think Av could hang with them, and Av feels like he's one of the best punchers in the game, man. And he's said that countless times in videos. And I think um, he's gonna try to prove DNA wrong. But his but uh, this is his first time on the caffeine stage, so. It's a little different. We've seen what happened with Surf when uh, it was his first time. We've seen what happened with uh, with Twerk his first time when he went against Swamp. And I think it's, this is just going to be a little bit different. And DNA, he's been on a roll and he'll continue being on that roll. 
But I got DNA winning this one 2-1. Okay. Okay. Can't be mad at that. Can't be mad at that. All right. Let's go to our next matchup, man. Oh, okay. We got B-Dot versus Shotgun Shug. You see this? <laughs> Do you see this? A clear 30. Clear 30. And I'm a Shotgun Shug fan. B-Dot's going to 30. I'm not going against B-Dot. He's a friend of the show. Um, Shug, even if Shug was a friend of the show, he's not beating B-Dot, man. B-Dot <laughs> yeah, is a different animal, bro. Um, you talked about a battle that I feel like, really, really? Shug was barking on Twitter, social media, and um, he asked for this. And if you remember... There's this famous line by John John the Don when he battled um when he battled um oh my god what's my god name from Jack Boy Maine Jack Boy Maine and in the battle he's like he asked for this he asked for this <laughs> oh I just think be that I mean at the end of the day Suge asked for this and Suge man you better be ready because I think you it's in for a long night. You're in for a long night. I'm going with B-Dot 3-0. Clear body, clear win, no debatable. That's the way I see it. Man, uh, when B-Dot came on here, he, he confirmed that battle. He was like, hey, I'm yeah. battling Shotgun Shug. So when I saw them announce it, I was like, okay. You know, I, I it wasn't a surprise to me when that happened because he, 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 he called it. But... uh. Shout out to B Dot, but uh, Shug he he is on <clears throat> quite a losing streak. He I think his last battle was against Jay the Nightwing, and I think he got three old in that battle. But well, he, he, with, fought, he, he battled Brooklyn Hands. I mean, probably y'all might not watch that one, but he did battle Brooklyn Hands. Okay, yeah, he did. Um, so with that being said, when it comes to B Dot, I think he um one of the best battlers in twenty twenty. Um, and B dot, he's still on the roll. He wants Tay Rock. That's what he wants. Um, and oh, I he think was he's gonna greasy about Tay Rock on here. If y'all <laughs> need to go back and watch it, cause man, B dot was talking greasy about Tay Rock. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, man, um, I'm taking B dot in this battle. I'm I'm gonna. I think I think B dot will take all three rounds in this battle. Uh, it's not gonna be a body. I just think he just overpowers three zero in this battle. Um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be funny. I I want to see if Shooks tries to bully him around in this battle. But uh, with that being said, I got um I got B dot winning this one three zero. All right, let's move on over to our next matchup, and we got Arsenal versus Danny Myers. Arsenal, hey. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be crazy. A lot of barking in this one. They're going to be talking greasy to each other. We already know that. Arsenal just been on a run, man. I think Danny's battled every single card, it feels like. Um, I just think the bar guy has battled too much. And I'm going Arsenal in this one. I'm going to say Arsenal gets gets a 2-1. Um could Danny win? Absolutely. He could win. Um, but I'm going Ars. Ars has really been in his bag as of late. 
I've liked what I've seen from Arsenal since Kings versus Queens when he beat official. I'm gonna say Arsenal wins this one two one. I that, I'm giving Danny one round out of respect. Plus, in his last battle versus who was his last battle? Ill will. Not that it wasn't the ill will joint, was it? No, it was the um. It was the um drugs. We watched the drugs on the on the on the yeah. And his third round, it wasn't even the app. It was it was it was live. It was on caffeine. Um, super fight. That's right. I thought his third round was awesome. So I'm gonna give one round to Danny Myers, but I do got Arsenal in that battle. Yeah, I think this battle is gonna be a very intense battle. They're gonna be in, in each other's faces, um, and I expect that from both of them. Um, but Arsenal, he's been on a roll and he, he looks like, you know, he can't be stopped right now. Um, I, I'm giving this to Arsenal 2-1, man. I think he's going to continue this winning streak of his, um, but I think Danny Myers will get at least one round though. So I got Arsenal 2-1 in this battle. That's crazy. Me and Kia never agree on all the battles. And right now we agree on everything, but things are about to change. I, I feel like not in this next battle, cause I know where I'm going. We got K Shine versus Chilla Jones. Who you got? Oh! <laughs> hey, look. I'm Everybody knows that I thought Chilla was gonna. But I did think Chilla was gonna. I did think that Chilla was gonna lose to B Dot, but he won. I, I'll be the first one to say I think Chilla beat. Um, B dot, and I told B dot that, but K Shine is just in a different a different element right now. I think that K Shine punches, it, it, the way he performs, his energy is just there. I think that K Shine man right now is one is one of those guys that you don't want to get in that ring with, um, because he's very dangerous. So I'm going K Shine in this one. I'm gonna say two one, but I could see K Shine edge all three rounds. But I got Kayshawn 2-1, clear window for me. Um, Yeah, like I said, man, nothing changes with me. I'm going Kayshawn 2-1, man. Kayshawn, it's that dude right now. I understand what Chilla was able to do. But why the hell did Smack give him K Chilla Jones Kayshawn for? Well, that because was... both of them are the champion of the year. Nah, man. I'm Come taking on, K. Man. I'm taking K. I'm taking K. Shine over Chilla. If you ask me, champion of the year, man. Well, we this 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 guy catching bodies, man. We already discussed. As that a matter of fact, uh, hold on. As a matter of fact, K. Shine's gonna win every single round in this battle, wow. man. This guy with Chilla Jones slow ass with his damn setups. <laughs> K. Shine will take care of that. I got K-Shine winning this 3-0. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, I'm not arguing with that. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the main event. We got Tay Rock. We got Averb. Who wins this? Man. Man. So we haven't seen Rock since Mook. And that was in October. Yes. So we got so we got November, December, and now we in January. So Rock had 
has had time to really sit there and craft his rounds versus Verb. The last time we saw Verb was who did Verb battle recently? There's somebody Verb. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Let me get it together. Let me get it together. Hold on. Let me get it together. Shout out to Lux. Oh. Um, Verb, Verb been on his stuff though, man. I, I'm gonna give Verb his credit, bro. I'm gonna give Verb his flowers while he's here. Verb has been doing his thing. Really, that Mook battle since that Mook battle, Verb has really, he's had debatables every single battle, if not clear wins. Oh man, I'm gonna go Verb. It will be preference, but I'm gonna say two one Verb. And before the show, I had Rock winning. But now I'm going Verb 2-1. It will be preference. And um, I just think Verb, man, he's at a different level, man. He said this one kind of scares him, so he's really about to get in his bag. So I'm going Verb 2-1. But it will be preference, I think. Okay. Um, I'm going with A-Verb also, man. Wow! I think this dude's the biggest Rock fan. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just think Aver with the uh, the matches that he has taken, man, he hasn't. I I don't think he had slipped up once. You could say the DNA battle, but Verb, he's been on his A game, man. And um, I just think Rock is gonna look um a little rusty in this battle. Um, so I'm taking Averb in this battle, man. I, I it'll be a two-one battle, but it could also be based off of preference. Um, so um, I, I'm going with Verb. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this before we wrap up everything. I know we pretty much finished. Battle of the night. What's going to be battle of the night? Battle of the night. Battle of the night. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say D DNA versus um, versus Av is gonna be the battle of the night. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Rock versus Verb. I was okay. gonna say Chilla versus Sean. I know you don't agree with that, but I'm gonna say Verb versus Rock. I think that's gonna be a go. Who do you think's gonna be performance of the night? I got New Jersey Twerk. Okay, okay, I can't. Okay, I'm a um. I like that one. That's that's a really good one. I'm gonna say K Sean does it again. He does okay. It again. He does it again, K Sean. All right, well there you have it, baby. All right, man. So the that's uh the the um the predictions for Smack uh Volume Seven, man. Make sure you check it out on Caffeine uh this Saturday, man. But with that being said, man, it's time to wrap up tonight's show. Do some shout outs. Shout out to everybody that tunes in and supports the show. This is the fifty uh. 53rd episode on MBS. Let's talk about shout out to the guys from the MBS show last night, Jay Franchise, Just Justin. Make sure you subscribe to us. Um, um, the information should be on the bottom of the link of the show. Um, make sure you go check it out. Follow all the platforms that's available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And shout out to my partner, man, uh, Mr. Sports Junkie. Always holding it down for me every single week. And I hope everybody is safe out there, man. Definitely, definitely. Like like it says at the bottom, y'all, please, 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 please subscribe now to our YouTube page. 
and go follow MBS Central on all social media platforms. It would mean the world to us. We got some things coming, guys. Y'all hit up the comment section. I promise y'all, you won't regret it. We working on some big, big things here at MBS Central. We would definitely appreciate it once again. Y'all follow us on all, well, follow us on Instagram. I'm at the Sports Junkie. Keels at Keel underscore BMG. Thanks for all the love. Shout out to Just Justin. Shout out to Jay Franchise. Shout out to the entire MBS crew. This has been another week of MBS. Let's talk about it. We're going to see y'all next week. We're going to talk Super Bowl now, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. We're about to get into this Super Bowl. It's about to get real lit. With that being said, I'm Trey, the sports junkie. That's my man, man, Keel. And we are out. Peace.